0: This is Raphael Pope-Sussman with the Center for Court Innovation. This podcast is part of a series of dispatches from the courts, community engagement, and innovative practices in a Changing Landscape Symposium held in Anaheim in December 2015. The conference focused on justice reforms, including recent developments in California, public safety realignment, and Proposition 47. Public safety realignment refers to changes brought about by 2011 legislation that shifted responsibility for certain populations of offenders from the state to the county level. Proposition 47, a ballot initiative passed by referendum in 2014, reclassified certain low-level felonies as misdemeanors. I hope you enjoy listening. Hi, this is Raphael Pope-Sussman with the Center for Court Innovation. I'm sitting here with Brendan Woods, Chief Public Defender for Alameda County. Brendan, thank you for speaking with me today. And sure. welcome. Thank you. So can you talk a little bit about how your office works with the, with the DA's office?
1: Yeah. So I guess it depends on what we're talking about with regards to working together. Uh, we collaborate on many issues. Um, probably our biggest one is our slate program where we collaborate together with regards to getting our clients' cases reduced to misdemeanors or getting them dismissed completely off their record. Um, and then one of our big collaborations was about a year and a half ago, two years ago, we started our Veterans Treatment Court, and that took a real collaborative effort between the DA, um, Public defender, Probation, Sheriff's Office, and the courts, and that's really a great program we started.
0: How do you balance those partnerships with the need to <coughs> tell us they represent the interests of your clients? Well, I think
1: always at the forefront and at the very beginning, it's a zealous advocacy that never goes away, and that's always the case. Where we collaborate is where we can see there will be a benefit for our clients. But you know, a lot of that collaboration takes place every day, takes place during pre-trial conferences, takes place with regards to resolution cases. But one or resolving cases, but once we get past that, <clears throat> then we know we're going to be litigating a case in trial. It's all about advocacy, and even with the collaboration, it's all about advocacy. We're always putting our clients first.
0: How do you talk to your clients about opportunities for diversion? Oh, so I think that's
1: great. Uh, Anytime we have a client where they can hopefully avoid having a criminal conviction on their record by completing a program or doing some sort of diversion, we completely advocate for that. Because once you get that conviction on your record it turns into this horrible cycle. Once you get that conviction with probation, it turns into a horrible cycle. So if we can get our client to some sort of diversion or treatment program and they avoid having a felony record, it's just critical. And um you know at least in Alameda County, probation is in some ways, I don't like to call this, but a real setup because once you go down that path, once you're on probation, you don't have the same rights you do as if you weren't. You have the search clauses. You don't have the right to a trial when you violate. It's just such a terrible downfall. So we really try to avoid that if we can, especially if the diversion is an opportunity.
0: Are there situations where there are options for maybe a low-level diversion as opposed to a few days in jail where you might be concerned that the diversion opportunity is going to maybe be more onerous than the alternative or that the alternative might be just that they're <coughs> going to just let your client off entirely?
1: You no, know, there, there aren't many diversion programs where I would say I am concerned about that. But um. If there's a diversion program and they're talking about some sort of considerable amount of jail time for a client fails a diversion program, then I'm not going to agree to that. That That's a problem. Uh, we've got to stop going towards that model where if a client does not complete this program, they will be hammered. Uh, hammers don't work, especially now criminal justice system. They just don't work.
0: And do you think a lot of that comes from sort of public fear? that It's public fear, and it's the old school way of
1: thinking. And we've got to stop thinking that way. It's all about rehabilitation and incentives as opposed to
0: hammers. Where do public defenders fit into this national conversation about justice reform?
1: I think it's incumbent upon us as public defenders to direct and drive the conversation because we're the ones who are advocating representing our clients. Um, We should be the loudest voice at the table.
0: Have you seen particular changes after Prop? 47 in California, how has it changed the way that your office works and, and the kinds of outcomes you're seeing for your clients?
1: So primarily with my office, we do a lot of focus on Prop 47 with regards to the record remedies and getting our clients into court, getting the cases reduced to misdemeanors and getting them um, dismissed. That That's the biggest bulk that we focus on right now. A lot of people talk about Prop 47 and it's going to have some sort of increasing crime or... We're putting all these dangerous criminals out, and that, that's just not the case. That's not the case at all, and I haven't seen any evidence of that. We're talking about low-level offenders who have drug possession being treated as misdemeanors, and then low-level theft offenses. That population should have never, population, should have never been in the prison in the first place.
0: This is Raphael pope Sessman of the Center for Court Innovation, and I've been speaking with Brendan D. Woods, Chief Public Defender for Alameda County. For more information on the Center for Court Innovation, visit www.courtinnovation.org.